Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Surf's up. I'm going to be the ultimate surfer. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah! Whatever it takes. And The Witcher is back. Well, sort of. Do you know what's involved in making a Witcher? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, August 23rd. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Ryan Reynolds' Free Guy, also starring Jodie Comer, won the weekend box office for the second weekend in a row, taking in an estimated $18.8 million, making its total domestic haul almost $59 million and almost $120 million worldwide. It beat out two new movies. The animated Paw Patrol movie debuted in second with $13 million, and Hugh Jackman's Reminiscence barely made the top 10 with $2 million. It was also available to stream on HBO Max, and that very likely cut into its box office earnings. Elsewhere in the top five, Jungle Cruise is in third with $6.2 million. Don't Breathe 2 came in fourth with $5 million. And the Aretha Franklin biopic Respect, starring Jennifer Hudson, came in fifth with $3.8 million. Who is former Jeopardy host Mike Richards? The quiz show executive producer, who just two weeks ago was named Alex Trebek's replacement as permanent host, has already exited that coveted job after allegations of inappropriate behavior and comments toward women and controversial past statements about Jewish people and those with disabilities surfaced from his old podcast. Richards had already taped a week of shows on his one day on the job. Those will still air as part of the new season starting September 13th. The show will continue to feature a rotation of guest hosts until Sony Pictures Television names Richards' replacement. Check out a list of people we think should be up for the job at EW.com. And one more TV departure to tell you about. The Talk co-host Carrie Ann Anaba has permanently left her job there after two and a half years. Anaba had been on medical leave since April. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now, don't steal away, because we're about to reveal today's number three pick, The Unusual Suspects. This Australian dramedy series arrives on Hulu today, delivering a female-led, class-conscious heist story that's been compared to Parasite and the Coen brothers. The series takes place in Sydney's glamorous suburbs, where five women from vastly different walks of life, including a rich white businesswoman, a self-made Filipina socialite, their immigrant nannies, and a retired lawyer, come together for a heist involving a $16 million necklace. The four-episode series is both a rollicking ride, if you think you know where the show's going, you do not, and an ambitious insight into the Filipino immigrant experience in Sydney. Here's a preview. This is Evie, my nanny. Why won't you pay me? My pension fund. So it's all gone. I think extortion is the word you're looking for. A $16 million chunk of rock. We'll have to get a safe. We have a $16 million necklace that's just begging to be liberated. 
I want at least one more proper adventure. No one is stealing anything. We've always done the right thing. And where has it got us? What do you say? When do we start? Yes! Widows meets Parasite. With comedy to boot, we're in. You can stream all four episodes of The Unusual Suspects on Hulu right now. It's trivia time! The unusual suspect star Miranda Otto is known for playing Eowyn in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but Otto was only cast in that role after what actress turned down? Uma Thurman, Kate Winslet, or Melanie Linsky? Stick around for the answer. Number two. Now let's ride the wave to our number two pick, The Ultimate Surfer. In this new competition series, 14 up-and-coming surfers train and live together at a state-of-the-art surf ranch in California, complete with human-made wave technology. Seems like they could have used the ocean, but whatever. They'll face off in hopes of winning $100,000, competing on the World Surf League's championship tour, and becoming, well, the ultimate surfer. Here's a preview. You guys are all here. Let's go! Because you're the best surfers in the United States. But this is a huge competition. The winner will become the ultimate surfer. Go time, baby! Let's do this. There's definitely alliances. Do you think they're threatened by me? Yeah. I would not want to be on a team with someone that I dated. The tension builds. Might be a little fire in the eyes of Malia and Mason. She definitely has a crush. I thought I would introduce you to some eligible singles. If I wanted to kiss someone, I would have signed up for The Bachelor. See, there's more than just surfing involved, but it is mostly surfing. Former NFL quarterback Jesse Palmer hosts the series with sports anchor Aaron Coscarelli and the iconic voice of pro surfing Joe Turpel serving as commentators and 11-time surfing world champion Kelly Slater as a special correspondent. Cowabunga, as they say. The Ultimate Server kicks off the competition tonight at 10 on ABC. All summer long, we've been declaring, I want my teen TV, with our ongoing series on EW.com, as well as our Celebrating Art series, in which the stars of current teen TV shows share what they love about the genre. Today, we have Never Have I Ever star Ramona Young to fill us in on what she's been watching lately, though she's recently been opting for a different genre. Okay, so I have a confession, and I have no idea why, but since 2020, I've been obsessed with reality TV, and I used to hate watching reality shows but now i'm obsessed with like all of them especially the ones that have to do with love like love is blind catfish um bachelor bachelorette all of that to be fair quarantine turned a lot of us into reality tv junkies if you want to catch up with any of the shows she mentioned love is blind is streaming on netflix catfish is streaming on hulu and select seasons of the bachelor and the bachelorette are available on hbo max and bachelor in paradise is on tonight at 8 p.m on abc and be sure to check out never have i ever on netflix it is one of the best teen tv shows out there you gotta watch stay tuned our number one pick is coming up what to watch we'll be right back 
everyone. I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, Disney's Mary Poppins premiered in Los Angeles 57 years ago this week on August 27, 1964. Starring Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke, the film was a smash hit with critics and audiences, becoming the highest grossing film of 1964, Disney's highest grossing film ever at the time. It also earned 13 Oscar nominations, including Best Picture, the only Disney film to do so during Walt Disney's lifetime, and won five, including Best Actress for Andrews and Best Original Song for Chim Chimmery. Today, Mary Poppins remains a beloved classic. EW included it among the 55 essential movies your child must see before turning 13. And the sequel, Mary Poppins Returns, was released in 2018, starring Emily Blunt as Mary. And yes, it is still supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And now, time to toss a coin to our number one pick, The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf. As we wait for The Witcher's second season to finally premiere, Netflix is tiding fans over with this anime prequel movie focusing on Geralt's mentor, Vesemir. The cocky young Witcher who delights in slaying monsters for coin, Vesemir, voiced by Divergent star Theo James, suddenly finds himself on a frightening adventure when a strange new monster begins terrorizing a politically fraught kingdom. Through that adventure, we learn a lot about the history and mythology of The Witcher, ultimately setting viewers up nicely for the events of the show's second season. Here's a preview. See, I'm a monster hunter, Phil. Favors and friends don't pay bills. If you witches labored for more, just call him. These pleasures do not pay for themselves. Still a vandal. Kill whatever is murdering our people in the woods outside our turret. You'll take a chaperone, too. I have no intention of playing guide to you, witch. I know these forests. Might have slightly underestimated you. Slightly. Oh. This should be a real treat for both Witcher fans and anime fans. Nightmare of the Wolf shares multiple cast members with Netflix's Castlevania, including James and Graham McTavish, who plays the mysterious character Deglin. Also, we get another Witcher bathtub moment, and animated or not, it's pretty steamy. You can stream The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf on Netflix right now. And now, the answer to today's trivia question. Miranda Otto was cast as Eowyn in the Lord of the Rings trilogy after what actress turned down the role? Uma Thurman, Kate Winslet, or Melanie Linsky? This isn't fiction, folks. The answer is Uma Thurman. The Kill Bill star later said she regretted turning down the LOTR role because, well, obviously. 
Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usdin.